This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome. Yes, this is the Jeff Fisher Show. If you'd like to participate, you can dial 1-888-900-3393. Welcome to it on the Blaze Radio Network. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's pretty much all I can say is wow. I've got a piece of paper in front of me with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven post-it notes on it. Now, this is just to remind me of what's going on right now, just for you. Because it drives we've covered everything. You know what the news is. You know what it is. It's it's, it's Saturday, right? And this is a little two-hour reprieve from Ferguson. The streets aren't on fire yet. Yeah, yeah, we arrested a couple people that were going to have explosives. Ah, that happens anywhere in America, right? So the grand jury has not come out yet for with with for or against the indictment. So eh, we'll see. Will they do it before Thanksgiving? I hope so. But maybe not. They might say, you know, we can't quite decide. Let's go home for Thanksgiving. We'll come back after Thanksgiving. Let everybody have a break. That'd be nice. Ship everybody home for Thanksgiving and then come out with the decision. And you know that, uh, you know, we talked about it last week a little bit. Uh, you know, if the the grand jury wants to push it off, they come out and indict him, right? And say, we indicted him. Hi, we're the grand jury. Look at all our faces. We indicted him. We are, we are, we think he should go to trial. Goodbye now. And then go away. So that you know you push off the you push off the streets on fire a little bit, right? Okay. ISIS, yeah, we're still fighting ISIS. Still fighting ISIS, and we've got a big battle going on right now. You know, there's battles all over. Iran, oh yeah, we're still we're still in nuke talks with Iran. <laughs> and you know, John Kerry's in the middle of that, so you should feel good about that. That's not a problem, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, let's see what this. Oh, IRS. Yes, that's still going on too. Oh my gosh, the IRS scandal. Yep. And oh, they say, amazingly, that thousands of the lowest learner lost emails have been found. Doesn't matter. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Benghazi. Breaking news on Benghazi. Actually, uh, after a uh, two-year investigation by the Republican-controlled House Intelligence Committee. They have found that the CIA and military acted properly in responding to the 2012 attack on a U.S. diplomatic compound in Benghazi, Libya. Asserted no wrongdoing by Obama administration appointees. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Amazing. Debunking 
and this is the story that's up on the blaze right now, debunking a series of persistent allegations hinting at dark conspiracies. The investigation of politically charged incident determined that there was no intelligence failure, no delay in sending CIA rescue team, no missed opportunity for a military rescue, and no evidence the CIA was covertly shipping arms from Libya to Syria. Right. I bet you they didn't see the Blaze Networks for the record. (laughs) Because they pretty much laid out the case. And as far as... uh, No proof? No evidence? That really isn't true. That really isn't true. However, the Friday news dump, hey, two-year investigation. No wrongdoing by the Obama administration. Yay. Good, because I felt bad that he was getting, that was still on the table. And then you've got uh, the great Bill Cosby, right, ready to fall, or maybe he has fallen already. The rape charges and uh, the alleged rape charge, the, uh, the rape charges, they aren't really charges, right? They're just uh, women coming out saying he raped me. So the alleged accusations that he raped all these women. Uh, uh, well, horrible if it's true. No question, horrible if it's true. Um. Boy, they are just frying him, though, because it doesn't matter now whether it's true or not. It's true. Bill Cosby, tainted meat. Tainted meat. And then, of course, we have the immigration situation. Yeah, Obama lied. Yeah, we still got health care. He lied about health care, too. Yeah, I know. Big surprise. Obama lied. Obama lied, Obama lied, Obama lied. And once again, they just keep hammering and hammering and hammering until you finally say, okay, I give. Okay, I got it. You lied. I'm sick of saying it. I'm sick of hearing it. Just do whatever you're going to do. And that's pretty much where we're at. I know you're lying. I know you are. But I'm so sick of you continuing to lie and continuing to tell me all these falsehoods. And you don't ever back off. And you just keep hammering it. And then I have to hear from everyone. You lie. You lied. Oh, he lied. I know. I got it. I got it. I can't hear it anymore. I can't take it. And the immigration, I mean, are we, the one thing that's not lie, we have reports that uh, ICE is readying 2,400 beds for, uh, you know, what they're calling the new spring surge of illegal immigrants through Texas. Yay! So the governor-elect is ready to sue. We'll see what happens there. It'll be, you know, they'll just beat that to death, no problem. The USDA, uh, it's being reported that uh, they misspent $2.4 billion on food stamps this year. Eh, eh, a little bit here, a little bit there. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was mostly overpayments. We gave you too much. Don't worry about it. Just keep it. Go spend it. Go buy some food for your family with that money. Or lottery tickets. But go ahead. The EPA saying wasted food is speeding up climate change. Really? But we're giving more money to the free money food recipients to get more food because they don't. What? Okay. Okay. All right. I see how you are. Uh, Berkeley and San Francisco, they want to put uh, little signs on their gasoline tanks when you fill up your gas. <laughs> yes. Warning labels. Warning labels. Carbon footprints. They want to tell you how bad it is. And think about going greener. You know, Go ahead and keep filling up your gas tank because we want the tax money from the petroleum and the gasoline. And uh, we don't really believe that I mean, no, all those green cars aren't as good as those gas-powered cars. That's for sure. But we want to put a little sticker on there just to remind you that you know, okay, just put a little sticker on there just to remind you. And then the great Charles Manson, the great Charles Manson, words I never thought I would say, getting married. Well, at least it appears that he's getting married. A marriage license has been given to star Afton Elaine Burton. Star. And Charles is like eighty now. She's twenty six. If you listen to her, she's you know, I who knows? Maybe it may be that you can't put you can't put an age, you can't put a you can't you can't stop love. You can't. You can't stop love. And perhaps I'll get to the twenty five truths about life we all need to remember to get us through. Because love. You can't. You can't know love. You can't know what's in my heart. So good for them. Maybe they're getting married. I just know when I saw her, Afton Elaine Burton, I'm sorry, star, I kind of felt like, star, you, maybe, maybe, you have some issues, maybe. Medication not all on, maybe uh, health insurance. With universal health care, maybe you can get your medicine now. Okay, And then we've seen the story where the old Atari games found in a landfill sell for $37,000 on eBay. Come on. I've got to dig through my garage. I've got a garage stacked to the ceiling of boxes with stuff in there that I kept saying, it's going to be worth something someday. Maybe today is the day. Maybe today is the day. And for those of you living... Well, I mean, we're all facing cold weather. Almost the darn near continental United States is facing it, right? But the pictures coming out of uh, New York uh, with shoveling snow and snow on the roofs and people uh, people's roofs are crushing in and they're shoveling and they're covered in snow. My gosh, do I remember living in Michigan as a child. And do I remember thinking the entire time that I was in Michigan. I cannot wait to get out of here. And we had ice storms. I can remember giant ice storms and being stuck in the house. 
And then I remember my mother. My mother worked for Michigan Bell, the Bell Telephone. And uh, yeah, the evil corporate Bell Telephone. And uh, so they worked. They worked all the time. Huh. Amazing how it happens. See your parents work and then you work. Huh. It's funny how that happens. And so we had people stay. I mean, when there were big storms like that, the Bell Telephone people would come and stay at our house and they would do their shifts and they'd go into the work. And they would do their work, and they were, you know, they were outside workers, line workers, and uh, information operators, and uh, you know, the whole gamut of what you would do at Bell Telephone. Uh, they were there. They would just stay at the house during the big storms, and they would truck them in and out, baby, back and forth to work. And then, you know, we lived, <laughs> we lived on a corner, a corner house, uh, and. People did hated me because even as a team, I'm not shoveling. Okay, I'm not doing it. Not when you walk over the snow, it backs down. But that was a main drag, <laughs> so we had to. Oh, did I hate shoveling snow? So cold. That's why I spent a lot of years in Florida, and I'm in Texas. And I expected kind of the same thing. You know, it's kind of the same thing. It's supposed to be warm. It's down south. <laughs> I know, Buffalo, you've got 800 feet of snow, but it's too damn cold in Texas, okay? This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. You don't have to. But if you want to, you can. 888-900-3393. We will find a way to uh, involve you more in the program. But not now. If you want to call, call. That's all I'm saying. Did you see Hunger Games last night? I want to. I'm going. I I will see it today. I will see Hunger Games today. I saw the numbers from Thursday night, and as I'm talking to you, I'm looking up Thursday's 17 million kickoff. Yeah, there was was there numbers from overnight numbers though from last night. Seventeen million from Thursday. We'll see what it. Well, they're going to tell me after the weekend, I guess. But uh, oh my gosh, it looks pretty good. And I love the hunger. I love the you know the series. Obviously, you know, the first one and you know Catching Fire. And this one, we'll see. Um, I was told that it was really good. I know Glenn said he saw it. He said it was good. Um, I'm a little. A couple of the promos I saw, Jennifer. Like she might be just calling it, just uh, just calling it in. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see because the, there was one scene they put in the promo, and um, it just the uh, if you burn, we all burn, or whatever the hell it was. She that didn't look that good. We, we probably should have retake that. I would have I would have cut that again, and maybe they, you know maybe they did. Maybe that's the best they get. All right, Jennifer, just go home. That's as good as we're gonna get. That's a wrap. 
Because, uh, I mean, I like I like Jennifer. No question. She's easy to look at. I like her. But, you know, not uh, she might not be the best. And she's done some good stuff, too. Right? She has. And then we have the new Barbies. Speaking of Barbies. Jennifer Lawrence is Barbie? Yeah, kind of. No, she's not. She's been hollered at for being fat before, and she said it's okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Mattel and Random House. They had to apologize for making Barbie look incompetent. <laughs> uh, I could be a computer engineer. I can do it if, if the boys do all the work for me. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. The rest of the book involves Barbie crashing her computer, passing a virus to Skipper, ignoring her female computer teacher's advice on how to fix the virus, and finally letting programmers come to her rescue. (laughs) You need men. I mean, that's a fact, right? Wait. And then we have the normal Barbie. Yes, Lamely. Barbie may be the glam and perhaps just a little bit too perfect. But those characteristics are far from reality, aren't they? Yes. So a Pittsburgh area inventor, Nikolai Lamb, created what he calls a beautifully average doll to reflect the regular girl. He believes reality is cool and average is gorgeous. The doll's name? Lamely. And thanks to half a million dollars raised from crowdfunding, she is now a reality. Using data from the Centers for Disease Control, Lamb created a doll based on the measurements of the average 19-year-old woman. Lamely, shorter, broader than Barbie, has brown hair and wears minimal makeup. She also comes with stickers. So you can add, stop it. So you can add cellulite, freckles, acne, moles, scars, tattoos, and even stretch marks. Oh, we are getting this doll for the Fisher household. We are definitely getting this doll. I want... I want extra stickers. We're getting extra stickers of cellulite, freckles, acne, moles, scars, tattoos, stretch marks. We're putting those on all the dolls at the Fisher House. You can guarantee you that. That's hilarious. I want to make every doll in the house look like it has a cauliflower butt. That's that's the that's the party that's going to be going on at the Fisher household. That's Christmas. I've don't oh, just alert the authorities. That would be my wife. Uh Christmas is the Lamely doll. We want stickers on every doll in the house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. More of the broadcast just around the corner on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. 
The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. That's what it be. All right, so we'll get the Lamely Barbie, and uh, you know we'll splash cellulite over all the dolls that we have in the house, except for the Chucky doll. I can't mess with the Chucky doll. My daughter loves that stupid Chucky doll. Uh, anyway, speaking of my daughter, so last night I go see a concert here in the Dallas Metroplex. The Verizon Theater, which is a nice place. It's good, just as good a nice place as any. To my daughter wanted to go see this group called the Fresh Beat Band. Okay. Now, the Fresh Beat Band, they're on Nickelodeon, and they have a TV show, and there's these young kids, and they dance, and they sing, and they bop, 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 and have fun. And, you're, and they tell everybody they're great, and you all can sing, and you all can do what you want, and you can do anything you want, and let's get up and dance and sing. I'm telling you what, what a racket this place is. I got to do this before. I don't want my, just, honey, if you're, if you're listening with your mom, walk away now so you don't hear this, okay? What a racket. (laughs) What a racket this thing is. Okay, so we get to the show and they are, you know, I'm looking at, the guy's hawking some shirts out in the parking lot and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is the guy to get them from. Right, because you go inside, you're talking about you're probably looking at twenty five, thirty bucks. So he comes up, and I said, "Would you want one of these, baby?" And so I get one. And it's like this, like ten bucks or whatever it was. I don't remember. And it's nice. She got the you know the camouflage pink one. It's nice. She's all happy. She's got her fresh beat band t shirt. And then we go. So we get in, and you know we get in the door. We go find our place. We sit down. It takes a while to start, so we get up around there. There, of course, there's plenty of drinks and food, and they're hawking. they got the big thing in the middle. They're hawking all their fresh beat band stuff. And so then they come out, and they do like 30 minutes, 30, maybe 40, maybe. I'll be nice and give them 40, but I don't think it was. It was like maybe 30, 35. And they take a break. And the break is like another 30 minutes. I mean, they let you go. They were going to get more food, more drinks, buy more stuff, hawking more of their stuff. And it's it's uh, they sell all this stuff, and then pretty soon, we're going to be back soon. And they start flashing the pictures up. Now, at the beginning, they show the little monkey in the back of the stage, and they go, oh, they don't know if you, when you see this, you so go, yo, go, or whatever the heck the monkey's name is. That's their new cartoon. So they're on the road. They're on tour. They're hawking the TV show. They're hawking all the greatest hit packages and their DVDs and their CDs and their T-shirts and everything else. And they're hawking the new cartoon that will be out next year. Okay? They come out. They sing for maybe another 30 minutes. I'll give them 40. Maybe 30. All right? And then they leave. And then, of course, you got the, you know, they come back out and they do a couple of the greatest hit songs. And they end it with their, the song that they end every show with, of course. I mean, it's, they got it down. And the kids or the young adults that are probably 80 years old that look like they're teenagers uh, do a great job. And they, you know, they get the kids going and everybody dances and everybody has a great time. They work really hard. And their schedule, I'm looking at their tour schedule, they are doing some touring. Because tonight they're in Baton Rouge. Then they come back. And tomorrow they're in Houston for two shows. And then San Antonio. I mean, they're, they're on a grueling, they're on a grueling uh, tour. And until the 20th of December, and then they break till January 17th. 
and then they're back on tour again for another month uh, hitting it hard. And, you know, so they're working hard. And I'm sure that, you know, I don't know if they're doing any filming uh, for the TV show in there in the break between over Christmas and New Year's. They probably got those in the can. Plus, they're gonna, it looked like the cartoon, the animated uh, show was uh, animated with their characters. So I don't know if they're doing the voices for that. So they've got to cut that. So these, I mean, they're working hard. But you want to talk about a racket from Nickelodeon. They are raking it in from this band. And if they're doing that with every show, which I'm sure they are, they're not stupid. They have the, they have the machine in place to just make this happen. Oh, my gosh. They got to be raking it in. I did get an extra T-shirt out of the guy in the parking lot, though. We came out, and the guy's hawking them. Two, it were ten bucks because I bought one out in the parking lot for ten bucks, and I come out after the show and he's got some left, you know. So he's out there hawking them, two for five, two for five. I'm like, oh, I see how you are. Okay, I got you, dog. You hawk them to me for ten before the show, and then you're just gonna throw them away after the, after after it's done. And you're out here trying to just make a couple extra bucks. So he threw me another one. He remembered my daughter got the got the pink one, so he gave her the white one. Which I thought was nice. I mean, it was nice. He was he was he was a fun guy, but I don't know if those were uh, you know <laughs> black market fresh beat band t-shirts. So if they were, I didn't buy any in the parking lot. It doesn't look like they were black market though. They were right up. They ended up at when we came, they were right there by the bottom of the steps when we came out of the uh, the event. <laughs> anyway, Nickelodeon and the Fresh Beat Band. Uh, you know, my daughter was very happy. We had a great time. It was a good night. Just just my daughter and myself, you know, dancing, meeting some people at the arena. I did see, you know, I ran into, there were a couple people there that were, you know, fans of the Blaze Network. Of course, the one guy is the, <laughs> wouldn't, be the wouldn't be the head of Nickelodeon. It'd be the guy selling cotton candy. Hey, Jeffy, how you doing? <laughs> So, hey, I got that going for me. I got the cotton candy guy at the Verizon Theater. Nice. All right, so did you watch Walking Dead? Oh, wait, I can't talk about, wait a minute, I can't start the Walking Dead segment without my Walking Dead music. I mean, that's just stupid. Do something like that. Stupid. All right. All right, did you catch it? I'm telling you. It's getting good. We got what a couple episodes left now. We got uh, this weekend and we have the next weekend. All right, the 30th is the end of the the fall. So you know, the end of the fall, the mid-season finale. We break for the holidays as we break for another 18 months before the new show. It's not quite that bad this time. It sure just feels that way. But uh, been a kind of a the last couple episodes have been weird. Now we know, you know, we know that uh, we know uh, homeboy this isn't the scientist. And then this week we were just with, uh, you know, we were with Carol and Daryl and in the hospital, headed to the hospital. So now what do we got to do? I mean, what we got to have? Uh, first of all, more Rick, right? More Rick. And then uh, what happens? Carol lives. Beth dies. 
or they all die. Carol Edbeth. And just Rick and Daryl are left. Huh? Huh? Could happen. And then I guess that they're still, I've not, uh, I haven't been reading the, uh, I don't read the comic books of The Walking Dead. I apologize. I probably should. But they uh, they talk about uh, how there's uh, a safe zone in Alexandria, which is still D.C., right? So they still have to go up to that neck of the woods, and maybe they figure, you know, they'll take uh, – we don't know if they actually killed Scientist Boy, although I would have. Uh, and uh, – and assume, you know, uh, Soldier Boy with the scientist, he's got to kill himself, right? I mean, he was going to kill himself before. The only, the only saving grace for the scientist is that the scientist saved his life earlier. And now he's got nothing to live for. So we'll see. Anyway, it was, you know, it's getting good. We've got two more episodes left before the mid-season finale. And, uh... We'll see what happens at the hospital. Really strange that we've, we're back in Atlanta now. It feels like we haven't gone anywhere. It feels like we've gone like a mile up the road and now we're back. Went out there for all this time and they haven't gone hardly anywhere. It's really, that's, I mean, think about that. And all this time with, uh, you know, the new world and uh, the uh, all the bad things that have happened and all the all the walkers and I mean, it's just, and they've, they're back. They're back where they started. Holy crap! They're back where they started. They've gone nowhere. They went outside. They went into Georgia, and now they're gone again. They're back to Atlanta. <sighs> Very frustrating. Very frustrating. Now we know something bad is going to happen, though, because I was looking at some of the mid-season finale stories. And uh, in a new magazine interview, the Walking Dead star Norman Reedus said he cried for an hour in preparation for the finale so he cried for an hour so that he'd be all cried out by the time they shot the scenes for the mid-season finale so you know that something pretty bad is gonna happen because daryl just he just you know he wants to not cry he just wants to be his badass end of the world uh depressed sweaty smoking the last cigarette out of that pack he stole from that guy a couple weeks ago and uh you know be done with it so what happens who dies who dies that's the question walking dead who dies i got to say it in a segment just a second This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. So, apparently I 
gave away some things I probably shouldn't have for The Walking Dead. Do I, I'm not going to play the sounder. I'm not going to play my, my, you know, my production values. The production value is too high to play it for just for me saying that, uh, you know, you're welcome. Okay. Now you have a little insight to what could be happening and what is going to happen on the program, The Walking Dead. If you're not caught up, it'll be okay. You'll get there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Oh, yeah. Did I mention? You're welcome. So, anyway, let's go to Twitter now and check out what's going on on Twitter. I had some people tweeting me the 10 of the worst school lunches from the hashtag thanks Michelle Obama. <laughs> yeah, I just tweeted it, as a matter of fact. Uh, there are some yucky looking things. Uh, hashtag thanks Michelle Obama. And they're all pretty, I mean, they're, I don't even can't explain what they are. Uh, uh, one, some kind of mystery mush. Uh, one is some kind of, looks like some kind of fish sandwich. One looks, ooh, not good at all. Uh, you just go through and see what is on these lunch plates for these kids. One, grilled cheese and plastic for lunch. Yummy. A little piece of plastic sticking out of the sandwich. The uh, mac and cheese does not the does not look very appetizing, and there's plenty of other dishes on there that do not look that great. So check it out. Go to uh, Jeffy MRA uh, at Jeffy MRA on Twitter and Jeff Fisher on Facebook, and uh, you'll see those stories. Uh, I'm looking at uh, uh, one story that I asked. Uh, Share 69 tweeted me uh, saying that this person was worse than me. Uh, her comment was finally found someone worse than me uh, at Jeffy MRA. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I'll just read you the story because it's a pretty darn good story. Uh, one of the most joyous times in a man's life is the birth of their child. Yay! One man showed the internet exactly what was on his mind when his beloved wife was painfully laboring to bring this beautiful bundle of joy into the world. In fact, the anonymous Casanova decided to make his true feelings known on Craigslist, making a post that would have any man in the doghouse, well, I mean, any man if you knew who it was, but posting in the missed connections section. And if you're not familiar with the missed connections section on Craigslist, just go there and find out. But it's like if I'm on a, you know, if I'm on a train or I'm on a bus or I'm at the mall, I'm in front of a store and I see someone that I would like to connect with, uh, you know, of the same sex or of the opposite sex or whatever, I would go to the missed connections section. And I would say, hey, I'm in front of, I'm in front of the. Uh, uh, the stupid bookstore or the stupid uh, shoe store in the mall and uh, the blonde that uh, looked at me sideways. Boy, I'd like to have her look at me sideways again. So he posted in the misconnection section, the North Carolina daddy was hoping to make contact with none other than his wife's labor delivery nurse. <laughs> uh, this is post. This is probably a long shot. But you were the nurse taking care of my wife while she was having our baby. I enjoyed our eye contact and would really like to talk to you more. Maybe tomorrow I'll be there most of the day and I will bump into you in the hallway or see you at the nurse's station. <laughs> I don't know if that's real. If it is, dirt bag. 
if it isn't real, it's pretty funny. So, Missed Connections, gotta love that uh, on the Craigslist. And, of course, we have uh, more people tweeting me about robots all the time. They're build- I'm telling you, there's some really, really, really human-looking robots coming down the road. And remember what we said, the more human they are, the more human they look, the more weirder they are to humans. Yeah. So, more to come on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. Don't forget uh, Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka, coming up immediately after this broadcast. And then we go into a little bit of Glenbeck weekend so you can have a little rewind of the week, the best of. And then Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live and right here on the Blaze Radio Network. There's no need. So lock it in to BRN. That's our new... Well, that's my new logo for us, but they probably don't like it too much. But I say lock it in to BRN. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, yeah, there's Ferguson getting ready to burn. Yeah, 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 there's ISIS still fighting in the Middle East and wants to bring it here. Ah, yeah, IRS scandal still going on. Yeah, yeah, Benghazi. Benghazi, we found out today, breaking news, it's wrapped up. No evidence found that the administration did anything wrong. Nice of them. Uh, immigration. Mexico, that probably, yeah, yeah, the president lied. I got it. The president lied. So what? Move on with your life. So what? He's ruining the country. Get over it. Okay? Move on. But the thing we need to worry about. We were just talking a little bit about The Walking Dead. (laughs) Really, no joke. Is still left in front of us is Ebola. You forgot about it, didn't you? Yeah. You forgot about it because you thought, oh, it's over. It's over. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Wrong. I've been following this uh, website. Uh, One of them is uh, EbolaBreakoutMap.com. And uh, they follow... follow, uh, cases where uh the ebola originated from africa on this outbreak map and it's fascinating i mean it's there's quite a few so uh, i want to talk to uh jacob joseph who is with the is it just the ebola breakout map or is it just ebola breakout us uh, ebola outbreak map.com and yeah. just cover is you know outside of africa yeah. right Okay, so uh, we're we're free, and you're shutting down the website. There's no Ebola. We don't have anything to worry about, right? Well, we've got a couple, uh, basically, that I found uh, uh, about New York City. They're monitoring 
357. I, I had somebody tweet it into me. I mean, it's a full-time job finding these stories because the media doesn't cover them all. You know, you got to search all these websites, and that takes a lot of time. The thing when I was right. concerned about was in New York City, the 357 individuals are monitoring. They're not telling you, you know, you know where you know we're at in New York or nothing like that. You know, kind of like in Florida. I don't know if you're aware of the Florida that came out. Uh, Governor Rick Scott uh, signed an executive order to monitor anybody from an Ebola-affected country that comes in Florida for 21 days, and they're not telling us where at in the state of Florida these nine people are at, so we got to just take So there's nine of them in Florida. But, well, I mean, I mean, are, are, should, should they tell us? I think I think they should so that we know, you know, you know they're here or there. You know, but I think they're probably not wanting to do that because they're afraid it's going to affect tourism. But by not saying where they're at in the state of Florida, they're you know they're not going to affect the tourism statewide. Well, that that so, could be. But I just kind of feel like I just kind of feel like if we admit that we're we're monitoring these people, that's fine. Uh, we're monitoring them, or they're under uh, you know isolation. But I don't know that we need to know where they're at until they, unless they have uh, an actual breakout. Yeah, that's what. I, like I've got a lot of tweets from people both sides that uh, that don't we don't need to know where at the city, and some that would like to know because the, I don't know if you're aware of the cruise ship from Sierra Leone. That no, I've on. heard a lot about that, but I, then yeah. I, I I heard I heard quite a bit of it probably from you guys, but then I didn't hear anything anywhere else. Uh, I was. We picked it up on a television uh, station. On got their news report, and we. That's the only place we saw it. It came direct from Sierra Leone. It was about three days before prior for the 21-day monitoring period, and they just they didn't say they're going to let the crew off or on whatever they wanted to do. But the Coast Guard was monitoring that, but they didn't feel like a need to tell the you know people in Florida, Cape Canaveral, that hey, there's ships down here, and maybe you might want to just you know uh, you know be aware of that situation we just right because you know, people want to know you know they want to be informed I mean, we're, we're americans and we should be informed sure. what's going on not, be, not like you know that's why the whole reason behind this website is to because people want to know that's the whole purpose of ebola outbreak map.com all right so uh where's the biggest uh uh cluster right now in the u.s well, since Texas, the monitoring there, those people are pretty much gone. But I did get a tweet on Twitter this week. There was four new cases they were monitoring. Um, in Texas? In Texas, yeah. I got a tweet on that for this just this week. There's four new cases of monitoring in Texas. Um, basically, it's just Dallas, Texas, and we got New York where they're monitoring the 357 people. That I, what I got off the Internet was, Doctor, they were around Dr. Craig Spencer and also people coming from Africa. There's one I'm following on wow. Twitter. She just came back from Liberia. I got her tweet and I posted it to our Twitter account. She just came back from Liberia and she's being monitored. I got some information about that. She said on her Twitter account that uh, they get a phone and they take her temperature twice a day. So that was kind of informational, but they're okay. still letting people, you know, yeah. They're still they're still letting people uh, participate in uh, out in the out in the world, right? Yeah, they're still and they're and they're welcoming back um, and just monitoring them. But are they asking is, them? Are uh, they asking them at all to be uh, to their uh, phone numbers and addresses, things of that nature? We had to pull a story in Minnesota. I was concerned about. Well, they had forty-eight people that came from Africa, uh, Ebola-affected country, and they lost track about, I don't know how many they lost track of, 
but it was on nice. the news story. I got it on our website. It says, um, you, you go down there, it will say Minnesota monitoring people from Ebola countries in Minnesota. You just click on that, and there's they, there's 48 they were monitoring, and there were some of them that they lost track. They got a wrong phone number or address, and they, they said, oh, oh, shoot, where are they at? We don't know. So, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny at all. Funny at all? It's just sad because the news media. What's the funny part about it is the news media is not covering this, and that's we just got to laugh because what else are you going to do? You know, to tell people. That's where our whole purpose of our website is. So it's it's sad. Okay, so uh, we've got three hundred some in New York, and we have uh, nine that they're monitoring in Florida, and you're talking about uh, two or three in Texas, um, and you're monitoring the people that are coming to the U.S. from the Ebola affected areas in Africa, correct? Correct. That's what we're any news story we get we post it on, on the website. That's what we're monitoring. And if there's a news story uh that talks about Ebola, we'll put it on our site. Um we'll do that as well. There's a couple of good ones that we just put on there. You should check that out. Um one was the US to grant temporary protection status from people from Ebola nations so they're not traveling back and forth all the time. That's an interesting read on the site. As well. So they're granting temporary stay right. of, the, of the people from the affected countries so they don't have to travel Correct. back and forth. Huh. Right, yeah. So they, okay, you're, you, so it's like, you guys are here already? Okay, you can stay. We'll grant you protection. You can right. stay. We'll give you whatever. Just don't go back to Africa for the next, whatever, six months or whatever it is. But they're inviting them to stay. They're granting them asylum. That's what off of Reuters, we got that statement under the Ebola uh, news story. There, yeah. Where, uh, what happens to them if they do go back? Nothing. We can't do anything to them. Oh right? uh, well, they said they're not going to let them go back. Um, if they go back, they're not going to be. I don't know how they're going to enforce that. That's that's interesting. We just published that one you know, yesterday. Um, that's quite a bit. It's, it's quite confusing on how they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean they 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 want to monitor them, but then they're saying that we can't, uh, we're not going to have a quarantine, and we're not going to stop uh, stop traffic between the countries. It doesn't make much sense. Mm-mm. Did you? Um, I don't want to. Know, did you hear this? Um, I'm not sure if you should go into this or not, but how sensitive it, the man about India. I don't know if you want to go into that or not. What about it? Um. Well. A man was cured from Ebola. He had a certificate, and um, and the India is, is holding him. You can go on the website and keep it family friendly here. But uh, they one of and his and his body says, "Hey, I'll just say body fluids." It was showed up in his body fluids, and they are quarantined at the airport until that test comes back negative. So they're saying, "Okay, we don't want you out there," you know, until that. This comes through your system pretty right much, well we had already talked you know we had talked about that they're talking about uh uh the latest we had talked about that in the beginning that it was up to uh five weeks i think five or six weeks and the last report i saw uh was uh seven weeks right of the well i'll stay with weeks. you with the bodily fluids yeah seven weeks uh, for the bodily fluids um that's the report we got there but we picked up the Wall Street Journal article, and the lady there that we got that one on the site, she said the story was 90 days, and she actually contracted Ebola from her fiancé. That's what the Wall Street Journal said. The story days. was 90 days. Holy crap. According to the Wall Street Journal, yeah, we got that story on our site, too. Yeah, So that's in 
I got a couple tweets about somebody. Oh, I found an article from a tweeter. They said it's a female that could be transferred as well. So it's just not males. It's both males and females. So because that's unknown too. We don't. Oh, we don't right. We don't know, know that. However, what uh, are now? All right. Let's just. What do you know? All right. Let's talk about. Uh, and I. Uh, are you a doctor? No, no, sir. I okay. have. I have a okay. doctor's on the site. Her name. Uh, I don't know if I can mention her name. Her name is Doctor Linda. Under the okay. guest no, I was just checking. I was just checking because I, I want to. I, I know that I. I just wanted to, you know, make sure that I got it. You're not a doctor. I, I understand because uh, you know I just play one. I'm not one either. Uh, is that if you're if you're cured, if you if you contract Ebola and you actually uh, have a reading that you have Ebola and then you're alive, you, it doesn't kill you. All right. So then, what is your bodily fluids? Uh, up to and you're, we're saying maybe ninety days, uh, you know, could be you know shorter, could be longer. Uh, it's still active in your bodily fluid. Now, if I only if I ran across Ebola and I haven't had a breakout, is it still active? In, is it active in my bodily fluids, or do I have to be showing signs? They said it's according to the Wall Street Journal and other report. We said um, from Canada. There's a report on Canada. We posted on the site. It's just it's a relationship, sexual relationship. It's transferable as long as you have sexual relationship with a person that was cured up to it was seven cured. weeks. Okay, yeah. so it had to have already yeah. been. It had to have been active in your in your body. Yeah. So no, no. It, if you recovered, it has, the person has to have had Ebola and recovered, right. and it's up right. to seven weeks. You can get you can transmit Ebola up to seven weeks, according to the report of Canada. I That's gotcha. just something we. On the website, so you can catch it that way, according to the report in Canada that we have on our site. So, yeah, that's something to be concerned about. Doctor Spencer should be concerned about, according to the report in Canada. We're not doctors, but that's just something that we found. Doctor, uh, one of our doctors on Twitter, she sent us that article, and that was very good because we asked people, you know, if you have an article, you're fine. Please send us. And there's so many; it's hard to keep track of all the stuff. It's like four hours a day. You know, if you can spend four hours a day easily just finding new articles. What else you got to do? Seriously. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the website is uh, EbolaBreakoutMap.com. Uh, the Twitter account is? Uh, the Twitter account is on our website, and it's uh, let me, I'm on there all the time. It's the uh, Ebola Outbreak US, and uh, it's also linked into our website as well. You can follow okay. us directly on now, there. We have one a last... channel as well if you want to oh, watch yeah, the video. Oh, yeah. What is that? Um, if you go direct on our site uh, and click the YouTube button, it will take you. There's we made four videos. A really nice guy helped us out with that, um, talking about the CDC. And there's an article about that on our website. The CDC said it could be transmittable up to three feet away. We covered that story because that was. Yeah, that still doesn't make it airborne, though. Um, it doesn't make it airborne. No, no. Just three feet is just like. I guess a sneeze, or somebody were to sneeze on you, then you have a problem directly. Yeah, directly on you, because then it would actually go inside inside you and get into your membranes, and then you know that would be in. That's airborne, but airborne, that would be like a direct hit. Airborne is you running through it. Anyway, right. I know it's a strange, it's a strange uh, way to think about Definition it. Definition of how you define right. airborne, you know. Yeah. One one last thing, my girl. Uh, what's her face from uh, Maine, uh, Casey? Hickok. Yes, Hickok. Yeah. What? Where? Where's she at? Because boy, do I miss her. 
yeah, I know. There was so much hype about her being in uh, Fort Kent, Maine, and then she, she's going to move away, and we were looking for out where she's moving away at, but there's nothing. So we have the Fort Kent, Maine on the map on there, okay. but we don't have any more news of where else she, where is she moving to. All right, well, stop looking is. for her because I don't want to hear from her anymore. She needs to go away. Well, we, we don't want to. We don't want to deal with that. But <laughs> if it comes news, we'll put it on our website. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> Jacob Joseph, yeah, thank you very much. App, we, our app's free on Amazon. It's the number one Ebola app on Amazon, and you can get that free app for your phone and check out our Twitter and YouTube channel all on our website. I just want to mention that. If I could. Excellent. Absolutely. Thank you, Jacob Joseph from uh, EbolaOutbreakMap.com. Thank, so much, thank you very much. We really appreciate you having a show. Um, I, I really enjoy uh, the Blaze Network and Glenbeck, and it's you just Glenn does a wonderful job, and so do you guys. You are awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, EbolaOutbreakMap.com. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Welcome to it on the Blaze Radio Network, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Don't forget Pure Opelka, Michael Pelka, coming up right after this broadcast. So don't go anywhere. Just stay right where you're at. Hang in there all day on the Blaze Radio Network. I've talked to the Ebola Outbreak Map.com guy. How can I do an Ebola story without listening to this? Keep away from eyes that bleed. Don't let vomit off the street. And I know you don't want to die. So slowly back away from that infected guy. Stay in Ebola free. Stay in Ebola free. Everybody. Don't eat that raw meat and see. We'll all be Ebola free Keep away from those sweaty sheets Keep away from this charge that secretes And if you want to call me your fear Put down that glass of diarrhea Stay in Ebola free Stay in Ebola free don't touch others' poop and pee, and we'll be Ebola free. Just wash your hands, and you will see we can be Ebola free. Fantastic words to live by, right there from the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so let's let's see that by next week when we get together, it will be. Post Thanksgiving blues, and so let's do a little, we'll do a little Thanksgiving chat coming up here and see uh, see what uh, what is what it's going to be like this year, because I you know it's one of the holidays that I've always looked forward to, and I think I'm kind of looking forward to it again. I love Thanksgiving dinner. I do turkey, the mashed potatoes, the gravy. 
the stuffing or dressing, whatever you want to call it, the desserts. The, I'm telling you, I, yes, yes, I'm going on record. I'm taking a stand right here. I love Thanksgiving dinner. No, you're not talking me out of it. You're not. You're not. I love Thanksgiving dinner. So I'm going to have some, okay? Some turkeys, some mashed potatoes, some gravy. Yeah. And you can't stop me. You can't. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate when this show is live. You can call. I mean, you can call that number anytime you want. But if you wanted to talk to me, you'd have to call it when the show is live, which is 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. When you download it on the blaze.com slash radio page, uh, you know, you can dial the phone number. It's just that I won't be there. I'm sorry, but I won't be there. Uh, Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. And according to some of the tweets that I'm seeing, uh, at Jeffy MRA, uh, he's going to be doing some special, uh, hey, these Christmas albums are worth a lot of money. You should look to see if you have them. I've got albums on top of albums. I've got cassettes on top of cassettes. I've got CDs on top of CDs. You know what I listen to? None of those. <laughs> it is sad that I listen to zero of those. So if you'd like to buy, you know, some great Christmas stuff, we do listen to CDs, I guess, for Christmas. Uh, although we wouldn't have to uh, in today's world, but I, we do have a bunch of uh, bunch of classic uh, Christmas CDs that uh, we listen to that that we do love to listen to. And we've already broken them out. Uh, but uh, very rare do you listen to anything other than, you know, what's downloaded onto your tablets, onto your phones, and you hook it up to your speaker in the house and you're good, right? I mean, it's it's amazing. And it's all right there. You don't need the album. So if you'd like to buy some album, if you'd like to buy some vinyl from me, uh, you call 888-900-3393 and we'll make a swap. We'll do the Blaze Radio Network swap show. And uh, we'll see if somebody wants to swap something for something else. If you ever, I used to work in a small market. Uh, country station and on the weekends that's you'd have the guy come in and do the swap shows and I, I never did one although i would have loved to have done one because it's fantastic uh, marge out there on route one has got a got the uh, got the old john deere tractor she's not going to use anymore since uh, since bill died so she really needs what she really needs is a new hot water heater for the back of the house so she's willing to trade the john deere it's a 56, still runs, uh, still should run pretty good. She hasn't she hasn't started it up in a while. It's in the back barn. But since Bill died, she hasn't needed it. She needs a new water heater. So if you've got a brand new water heater and you need a John Deere, she'll swap it out for you. Okay, so you can call in. We'll work that out for you. Okay, that's Marge. And you just do the swap shows. It's fantastic. I mean, that, it really isn't fantastic. But it would be fun to do for a while, maybe. 
then you maybe you don't do it because that's why it's small market radio. I keep getting these emails. Okay, would you stop? Thank you for sending me the emails. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. I don't get enough emails, so I like to get emails and read every single word on every single email. Okay. This particular email I've gotten from a number of people, and I haven't done my due diligence, so I'm going. This could be a huge mistake for me to read this to you. Okay, huge mistake. But I keep seeing it. It's been sent to me several times, and if true, is amazing. Okay, so I'm just going to read you the email with the disclaimer that you know it might not be real, just like the uh, you know the dog meat at uh, at. Uh, uh, Chipotle, okay, not real, just a hoax, okay? But you read it, you see it, you go, hey, you believe it, and then it's not true. So if you believe this and then you find out it's not true, you know, I'm sorry, okay? It sounded good at the time. Tina Garrigo, journalist for the Denver Rocky Mountain News, wrote a column titled Mexican Visitors Lament. She said, I interviewed Mexican journalist Evangela Hernandez while visiting Denver last week. And she said illegal aliens pay rent, buy groceries, buy clothes. What happens to your country's economy if 20 million people go away? Mm, I thought, what would happen? So I did my due diligence and buried my nose as a reporter into the facts. All right, this is Tina for the uh, Denver Rocky Mountain News. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt whether it's true or not. It deserves an honest answer, she says. Over 80% of Americans demand secured borders and illegal immigration stopped. Think of that. Think of that number. 80% of Americans demand secured borders and illegal migration stopped. And yet, what happened the other night? You know the answer to that. I'm not going to answer it to you. In California, 3.5 million illegal aliens moved back move back to Mexico, it would leave an extra $10.2 billion to spend on overloaded school systems, bankrupt hospitals, and overrun prisons. It would leave highways cleaner, safer, less congested. This is her opinion now. So we'll just, I'm going to just give you the facts. In California, and then the facts according to Tina, which may not be true. <laughs> so they're facts that might not be facts. In California, 3.5 million illegal aliens move back to Mexico would leave an extra $10.2 billion. In Colorado, 500,000 illegal immigrants plus their 300,000 kids and grandchild who move back home uh, save $2 billion. Uh, other experts say $7 billion in Colorado. Uh, they could save more than $20 million in prison costs. Uh, Denver Public Schools uh, would suffer a 67% dropout rate. Oh my gosh. 200,000 vehicles would vanish from the roads. Wow. In Florida, 1.5 million illegals would return. Uh, 2.1 million illegals in Chicago. 20 million illegals returned home. The U.S. economy would return to the rule of law. Yeah, okay, Tina, I got you on that. Uh, no more push for Spanish. We'd lose. Five. And then we got news yesterday, right, that Mexico is considering charging people who come across the border and are going to stay more than, uh, I think, two or three days. If you cross the border and you're going to stay longer than that, we're going to charge you. You've got to pay the tax, right? You've got to pay the tax. So that's nice of them. Gosh darn it. We are so lucky to have them as a neighbor. We really are. All right, so Thanksgiving is just around the corner. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, Jeff. 
And uh, be careful out there. There's all kinds of scams. Black Friday, big shopping day after. I can't take Black Friday. I'm sorry. Uh, right now in today's world, first of all, unless you like going out and getting, you know, getting in the crowds and being out there, out and about, my mom used to love it. Go out and just be part of the shopping experience. I can't take it. And that's why we have the internet. And you can shop all year long on the internet. And guess what? It comes right to your home. It's an amazing feature. There's delivery services that bring it right to my house. And I don't have to go out in that and have that big shopping experience. I do get to go out and have that fresh beat band experience, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Mad, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, they want to remind you, don't drink and drive. Bad thing. And it really is. I mean, in today's world, don't be stupid. You know, I mean, A, we don't want you to hurt yourself or anyone else. B, think of the money. In my drinking days, when I was drinking, and I rarely, rarely have even a beer anymore, just because I don't. There was no real reason except I was tired of drinking. And ever so often, I do feel like a cold. I mean, ever so often, I feel like I have to have a cold beer. You can quote me on that. And, I mean, I have one. But rarely do I drink. But in today, if I drank and dro- drove a vehicle like I used to, I would be in jail. There's no question. No question at all. You can't do it in today's world. So don't be stupid. Get a driver that's not going. Get your designated driver. Take a cab. Rent a car. Rent a driver. It's real easy. It's not difficult. Many places provide it for free. Others you will have to pay. But the price that you pay up front for that drive home from the sober driver will be a small price if you get pulled over and you're drunk. Thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, and you'd be lucky to still have your license. So don't drink and drive. Save a life. Watch the scams, too. I just I saw a scam uh, where somebody was leaving like a $100 bill on the windshield or something, and the deal is, is that you get in your car, you start it, and then you say, oh, there's a $100 bill in my windshield. I'll get out of my car to get it. And you get out of your car, and then a person watching runs and hops in your car and drives away. So be a good thing to see the $100 bill in your if it's underneath your windshield wiper. Just pull away. Just drive away for a little bit. Drive away for a little bit, you know, up toward the, up toward the exit. Stop. Get out and see what it is. Nobody's going to take your car then. Huh? Then if it's a if it's a fake hundred, you could be mad, be really pissed. What's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? My I would my favorite thing about Thanksgiving really is just sitting around the table and everyone just kind of yep 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 yep. I miss that. I miss the we used to have the entire the all the relatives come to the house for Thanksgiving and set up the long tables and the little tables and the, I mean. Amazing. And some of the overlooked Thanksgiving rituals, uh, according to a lot of psychologists, is the giving of the job advice, 
Uh, according to them, you know, teenagers are given a ritual status to shift to the adult part of the family, uh, not only through the move from the kids' table to the grown-up table, but also through the career counseling from aunts and uncles and everybody talking about their jobs. I- I'm pretty sure I saw a study uh, not long ago that talked about uh, how important it is for uh, children to know the history of their family. And it's also important to know what you know your relatives do and what they what what they're what they're about and 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 how they you know what they're doing with their life and you listen to your my, my aunt used to be the uh head of the the state of Michigan library system and so you know it was all about books and reading and correlation and keeping books and blah 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 but you know that's what we talk about and it was it was it was good to hear and talk about my grandfather and my grandma and all these people on their jobs and what they did and my uncle and the construction and all but that and it was just it was part of the deal so don't forget to share what's going on it's not all about just sitting there and eating and waiting to get to the football game although that is a big part of it uh you know share a little bit too with your family okay they according to them the forgetting the ingredient is a big part of it it's no big deal and it's great to have the telling of the disaster stories everybody loves the disaster stories in the past that's the sharing right it's it's part of being with the family and knowing remember that remember that year when i burned the turkey we had to wait we had to go cook another one anything anything like that remember that year i forgot to put the butter and the potatoes and boy did they suck that year huh Yes, they did, Grandma. Yes, they did. And then uh, the putting away of the leftovers. It's a family affair. It's all about sharing and the big family walk afterward. So I know that this is all, you know, the psychologist got it, but you know it to be true. You don't need a psychologist to tell you that that's part of being with your family for Thanksgiving, right? You know that. You know it's true. Friends, family, get together. And then maybe, maybe, Maybe you get together and you make what we used to do, uh, and and we haven't done it since we've moved to Texas for the last couple of years. And I think we're gonna well, we'll start it this year again. As we used to make a uh, a couple of uh, a big tray of Thanksgiving dinner and take it to one of the uh, one of the uh, retirement facilities and just you know find somebody that needs a dinner that doesn't have a family. And share it with them. Isn't that what it's supposed to be about? I think so. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Show. Welcome to it. Michael Pelka, Pure Opelka, coming up right after this broadcast. And then we go into a little bit of uh, Glenn Beck Weekend, Chris Salcedo, live. Mike Slater, live. Joe Pags, live. On the Blaze Radio Network, no need to go anywhere else. And then Sunday, I mean, my gosh, Sunday, you've got David Barton, Handel, Howard 360, Gun Talk. Why do you, we, there's no need to change. Anyway, you know what? Just keep it locked. Right here on the Blaze Radio Network, right? Theblaze.com slash radio. It's very simple. And then weekdays, Doc and Skip, Glenn, Buck, Jay, Pat and Stu. Hello. Man, 
We are almost too good for you. Almost. So it's Thanksgiving. Don't forget you're going to run into all kinds of guests, too. You know, I'm telling you, it's really nice to think about that you're going to be sharing with everything around the table. And you could do that. Or you could just serve it up and say, you know, come and get it and serve the plates and go sit out anywhere you want in the house and leave the TVs on and watch the parades and watch the football. And everybody can just do their own thing. Or you can, you know, maybe share a little bit with the family. But you do have some things like, you know, there's always the food pusher. Have more, have more, have more. I may have married one of those. There's the fault finder. You're always going to run into the fault finder, the guest of uh, informing you, hey, the plates don't quite match. The silverware isn't matching. Uh-huh. What? You don't, you don't have enough? Nope. Okay. And you've got the, you know, the, the hoverer, the nosy ant, and the stress mess, the one-upper, the armchair quarterback. You've got all the fr- Black Friday shoppers. Listen, that's what makes Thanksgiving worth it, right? Really, that's what makes Thanksgiving worth it. So just take it all in stride. Don't get upset. Don't be the tipsy one to be all drunk on Thanksgiving. Just relax and have a good time and enjoy the family, enjoy the kids, enjoy the food. Right? Right! Yes, of course I'm right. Have a great week. I'll see you here next week. We'll talk a little bit of a post-Thanksgiving uh, abundance and a Black Friday into Black Saturday. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. No problem. Hey! Anybody tell you you uh, look great today? No? Well, you do. You look fantastic. You're not gonna. You're not really gonna wear that all day, though, are you? <laughs> this is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.